0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Double Coverage Podcast. I'm Stacy Blackwood with Jake Thomas. How are you doing today, Jake? Doing good, buddy. How about you? Oh, we're doing good. Well, we just wanted to bring you a, a, an episode uh, kind of dedicated to recruiting since uh, the early signing day is tomorrow, and uh, we're looking forward to that. Um, Jake doesn't keep up with the recruiting quite as much as I do, so he's got some questions along with some questions from, uh, from Twitter that we're going to go over tonight. And uh, we look forward to hopefully giving you some new information if you don't have it or, you know, just, just some, just some news or updates. And if you got something else uh, that you want us to talk about, like we'd say at the end of every podcast, just uh, let us know. Yeah, man. And uh, yeah, I don't follow recruiting as, as much as you
1: do. The only thing I do know is Saban is an awesome recruiter and he, and to me, he can, he can sign just a bunch of three-stars and make them into winners. So, that's about as much as I get into recruiting. Uh, I know he, he's a great recruiter, and he gets some studs. But uh, I want to start out with, uh, we had two uh, to tweet us and uh, ask a question. So, uh, Steven, and uh, we're going
0: to shout him out. He's
1: at Steven Roll Tides. Uh, he wants to know how good
0: DJ Williams in Glass is. Okay, so DJ Williams is a running back out of Florida. Uh, I think most – he's a late bloomer. Uh, most people have him as a three-star right now. Uh, I think he's probably one of the most underrated players in the country right now. Uh, and DeAndre Glass, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to get a good good feel of him. Obviously, I think he's a really good back. But he plays behind a really powerful offensive line that – and if you watch his tape, he's got massive holes and massive lanes to run through. And he's obviously an explosive back, and he runs hard, and uh, he runs with purpose, so to speak. But it's kind of hard to tell, you know, what he would do with, uh, you know, if there was, you know, guys in the box already and, and guys in the backfield trying to make plays on him. But D.J. Williams is one of my favorite players in the class, you know, overall. He's, he's explosive. You know, most people, including myself, it rem- he reminds me a lot of Josh Jacobs, uh, the junior running back from Tulsa, Oklahoma, currently on the Alabama roster. Uh, and he's one of Al- one of Alabama fans' favorite players. He's yeah. he's he's just really fun to watch. Uh, uh, right now, uh, I would say he's leaning Auburn, but I do believe that if, if Trey Sanders out of IMG Academy does not pick Alabama, I do think Alabama would have a really good, sh- good chance of, of landing DJ Williams. And and to be truthful, uh I would not mind having DJ Williams. It would not hurt my feelings if if Alabama had Williams instead of Sanders. Not that Sanders is not a great back. I would be happy with either is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um,
1: And then uh, another question from uh, uh, CFB Talk Daily. He's at CFB Talk Daily. Uh, He said, do you think Alabama holds on to the nation's number one class and where does Saban rank all time as a recruiter?
0: Oh, so That's a great question. Uh, That's kind of been talked about a lot lately. Uh, you know, there's always a lot of rumors around signing day, you know, about if, if teams can hold on to the number one class, if somebody can catch up with somebody or or whatnot, but I I don't see a scenario uh, for Alabama losing the number one class. I think they're going to have a good day tomorrow. I don't know if it's going to be as good as what, uh, you know, it was kind of early, you know, thought of early, but I do think it's going to be a good enough day that Alabama will retain the number one class for, for 2019. Uh, as far as Saban being an all-time great recruiter, obviously I I believe he he is. Uh, and and even that he's, he's also an all-time great evaluator and an all-time great developer of talent. You know, you look at somebody like, uh, uh, Quentin Williams, so to speak. I mean, he was a four star and he was a highly recruited kid, but, he's the most dominant defensive tackle in college football. And I want to say he kind of averaged out to be around like the number 15th ranked defensive mm-hmm. tackle come out of high school. Mm-hmm. So he done a good job of getting, uh, of Quentin Williams in and, uh, and developing him. Obviously, uh, Scott Cochran had a lot to do with Quentin Williams putting on some weight cause he was a little bit undersized coming out of high school, but, uh, but, yeah, I think Saban is a, is an all-time great recruiter, and, and recruiting is the name of the game. I mean, you, you look at who's in the college football playoff each and every season, and it's, uh you know, re, you know relatively speaking, most teams average a top-ten class, you know, every year. So, recruiting is the name of the game, and Saban's one of the best recruiters of all time.
1: I agree. Um, another question um, – Looking at our, our program now and uh, who's seniors, who's juniors, who might leave, what's our biggest position need in
0: the upcoming year? Right. In my opinion, in most people's opinion, it's, it's the defensive line. Uh, you know, obviously, Bugs is a senior, so he's gone. Quentin Williams is a projected top five pick, so, I mean, I, w- I would believe that he's gone. Uh, Raquan Davis is projected as a first-round pick as a junior, so I believe he's probably gone. Uh, obviously, you got LeBron Ray coming back who, who, who really come onto the scene uh, in the second half of the season, starting with the Tennessee game. You could really see him making strides as, as he began uh, to get more playing time in that defensive line rotation. Uh, Fedarius Mathis, uh, he, he's somebody to watch at, uh, at Quentin Williams' position next year. He's mm-hmm. a little bit bigger than, than, than Q is, but uh, I thought he's shown some some promise in spots, but he's obviously got a lot, a lot of work to do. Uh, Christian uh, Barrymore or Barmore, uh, he, he was going to have some playing time this year until a preseason injury uh, put him on the sidelines uh, for this season. He'll be a redshirt guy next year. Uh, the, the, I know the staff really likes him. He's got a lot of upside. Uh, Stefan Wynn, he's another guy that you'll see play next year, but it's just now you got to replace the guys that started on, on that defensive front this year. And I believe that they've done a good job of, of uh, addressing the defensive line, and uh, I know uh, one one of the questions that's coming up is is kind of it's a good segue is is who my favorite player that's committed so far, and that's that's Justin uh, Abugway, I believe is how you say his last name from Georgia. He's a he's an explosive guy. I think he's about six four, around two sixty five, two seventy. Uh, he. he he punishes the ball carrier uh, when he when he gets to him, and uh, he he just plays with a lot of hustle, and mm-hmm. he's re- he's a determined player. You can tell you can just tell that he is playing hard every snap, and for somebody that's around two sixty in high school to play with that kind of explosion, and it's I, I think he's he's got a lot of promise and potential ahead of him.
1: Yeah, and uh, next question. Um, Looking at, at our signees, uh, our commitments right now, um, who's your most underrated guy? Uh, who has that ability to come in and start right away and is kind of under the radar right now? Uh,
0: I, I don't know that he's really under the radar, but I I think that the, the – uh, before mentioned uh, Justin Abugway, I think he has a chance to play early. I don't know that he'll play, you know, just a ton of snaps, but – I can see him being like a LeBron Ray was this year. I know Ray is a sophomore this year, but I could see him seeing the field early and getting some snaps in. All right. Um, what's your overall thoughts on the class so far? Uh, it's, a, it's a great class. And, and uh, you know, that, like I said, they addressed the knees on the defensive line. Uh, they obviously got two, two really good quarterback commitments in Paul Tyson and, and uh, Talia Tongavaloa uh, you know obviously they didn't really need a lot of wide receivers, so they just signed one. i think he's already enrolled uh but overall, it's a good class and and i think with with who i think will commit and sign tomorrow it's it'll be one of Saban's best classes
1: um all right and i got a i got a question myself um it's actually a two part question um just say you're coach Saban. uh how do you sell? Your program. How do you sell Alabama to a a recruit? Um, how do you get get him determined to be a Crimson Tide? Uh,
0: winning, right, right right now is 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 winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Alabama has a has a rich tradition in college football. I mean, they're they're probably the most decorated program in college football history. Uh, you know, they have the two most legendary coaches in college football history, arguably in Bear Bryant and and now Nick Saban. But right now Alabama sells itself because it wins and it puts players in in, in the NFL. And that's, you know, coming out of high school, that's every uh, college recruits, you know, goal. So right now Alabama sells itself because you win and you'll get to the next level or you have a greater likelihood of making it to the next level.
1: And you're correct. And I like that. Um, you know that's great. Um, the second part of my question is: say you're a recruit, uh, what part of Alabama? You know that you got the tradition, the history, the NFL. Uh, what makes you want to become part of the Crimson Tide family?
0: Well, it's kind of it's kind of this. You know, you want to go there. I mean, you, first of all, every athlete and every competitor wants to win. Correct. And nobody has won more in the last. 10 years or last decade than, than, than Alabama has. Mm -hmm. So you want to win And like I said, they put guys in the next level, but then you can, you can see that personal and development is also made at the university of Alabama. Nick Saban puts a lot of time in, in the psychological part of, of, of a young person and how to bring them along to, to make them a better man. And, and you can see that with the, with the kind of people that, uh has come through the Alabama football program. So when you see that, you see the winning, uh you get to play on, on the biggest stage in the SEC. I mean it's it's the most dominant conference in, in college athletics. So you get to play on the biggest stages, uh everybody's watching you and uh you got a great uh chance of playing at the next level.
1: All right, and
0: the last
1: and it's a it's a good one. Um who
0: signs and commits tomorrow on early signing day? Okay, so anybody who knows this, that's listening to this and, and follows recruiting, this could change in the next five minutes. Yeah. But I'm just going by, you know, everything that I've been reading and and, and people that I follow that, that kind of know some things and, and kind of also my gut. Uh, I believe that Alabama is good with, uh, Evan Neal, the the offensive lineman from uh, offensive tackle from IMG Academy, I believe almost without a shadow of a doubt that he will commit to Alabama tomorrow. Uh, Nakobe Dean, the nation's number one inside linebacker from Mississippi, I'm I'm about fifty fifty on him. I'm not sure. I, I'm gonna say he does pick Alabama though. Like I said, I could be wrong. And Trey Sanders. I'm going to say he picks Alabama as well. That's the that's the three big ones that everybody's kind of, you know, got their uh, mindset or eyes set on tomorrow. Uh, but I, I'm going to say all three wind up committing to Alabama. Oh, wow. Uh, the, but if I had to pick one that's the least likely, uh, right now I would say it's Trey Sanders. They're running back from IMG Academy. And I think if that happens, you could see Alabama making a late uh, push to to land DJ Williams.
1: All right, yeah, that's that's going to be a great recruiting class for
0: sure, man. It it really is. A lot of people are upset about the the Trey Sanders things, and it's our. our, I mean, I understand he's he's the top-rated offensive target that Alabama has this season, but you know. Album has still got a lot of running backs, even if they lose Josh Jacobs early to the draft, and uh, obviously uh, Damian Harris is a senior, so he'll he'll be gone. But still have Najee, uh, Brian Robinson's a good back, uh, Jerome Ford's still on the roster. He he's he's a he's a good back. So there's three guys right there that we know can play. And if if they don't land Sanders, is it a, is it a a big miss, yeah, but I wouldn't say it's just detrimental to, to the class and and to the program because I do think they could land somebody else like a DJ Williams or a DeAndre Glass and still be okay uh <laughs> until the next recruiting cycle. Awesome. Man, that's uh that's all the questions I got,
1: man. That's uh that's a okay. lot of uh, info there. Um, you know, I'm I'm anxious as you know, I'm gonna be at, be at work watching it tomorrow and uh Maybe the boss man won't won't see me, but man, I got I gotta know, you know. <laughs> yeah, the uh
0: I know uh Evan Neal and Trey Sanders, they both obviously play at IMG Academy. They'll be announcing at the same time tomorrow. And I believe I can't I, I'm not sure the time of N'Kobe Dean's uh, announcement. But <laughs> but obviously I, I would say in order, I feel the best about Neil, and then I would say Dean, and then I would say Sanders. And really, I'm kind of on the fence on, on both Sanders and Dean. And maybe it's wishful thinking on my part as an Alabama fan, but I I, I just, I think we've led too long on Trey Sanders for him to slip away. Uh, and N'Kobe Dean, is, he's kind of held everything close to the vest, and it's hard to really get a good grip on him. But uh, I, I'm going to say that Alabama lands those three guys tomorrow and that would be a fantastic uh, early signing day for the Crimson Tide, without a doubt.
1: Oh, definitely. And I want to, just want to say one thing. Um, I don't want to be judgmental. I don't want to be a homer here, but, I mean, you got – I think you said that Sanders is leaning, you know, uh, he could go to Auburn. I said no, that as well. S- Sanders, uh, it's it's between Alabama and Georgia, maybe yeah. even Florida. Um, but I, I forgot who it was, but – I've seen uh, – I think my, uh, my brother-in-law has also said that we, they could get Sanders, but why would you want to go to Auburn knowing the mess that they're in right now if you're a recruit? I mean, you've got Alabama who's – Nick Saban's going to be there until he retires. I mean, we don't know when that's going to be, but I don't see that within the next three to four or five years. And, uh, and you know, Justin Fields just left Georgia. There's turmoil there. I mean – Alabama, if you want to win, like you said, and want to go to the NFL, that's where every crew should be looking at, you know, if they feel a need for Alabama. So, yeah, you know, that's just no, my I, opinion.
0: I hate to sound like an arrogant Alabama fan, and I know that's that. this is the way it's going to come off, and maybe I am being an arrogant Alabama fan. I don't know. But if I was a highly recruited kid and Alabama offered me a committable scholarship, Yep. I would take it right then and there. I agree. I mean, for for obvious reasons, you're going to win. Yep. And you're going to compete against the, the best college football players in the country every day in practice. I agree. You have the best opportunity to make it to the NFL. So, to me, I mean, obviously, I know these guys have ties to different schools, and I understand that. And if you have family ties to another school, that's understandable. But if you have no family ties to a school – you never grew up rooting for anybody in particular and Albama offers you a scholarship and you turn it down, that's not a good decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, it's not a good decision for your future. If you, if you have aspirations to make it to the NFL, I yeah. know that sounds arrogant as an, you know, to other people coming from an Albama fan, but I mean, you can, you can go look at the stats. It's not even close. And who's in second, Behind Alabama and putting guys in the NFL, so yeah, I mean it's just the facts of life right now. And and look at all the Bama busts in the NFL right now. <laughs> yeah, that's a well. We could we could make an entire episode on on the, the Bama bust. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You can't you can't watch Sports Center on, in on Sunday night without a highlight of an Alabama player from the NFL flashing across your screen.
1: Oh, you can't even look at Twitter without
0: seeing one it's, right it's, now. It's insane. It is. It's awesome, but but anyway, that's all we have for tonight. Uh, we wanted to bring you a recruiting special, like we said before the early signing day tomorrow. Uh, we look forward to to the announcements tomorrow, even if they don't go Alabama's way. We look forward to it. Obviously, they're young kids, and we wish them the best no matter where they go, except for when they play Alabama. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But anyways, y'all have a great evening, and we'll catch y'all next time. See y'all.